Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. I'm Rod Anderson. What is free will? Well, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it is defined as voluntary choice or decision. For example, I would say, I choose to do this of my own free will. In fact, free will is by definition freedom. Each of us has to make a choice or makes choices that are not determined by prior causes or by divine intervention. But Sam Harris, a noted atheist, has written extensively on the illusory nature of free will and how it fits into his deterministic understanding of the universe as an atheist. And in fact, Sam Harris and his atheist friends, such as Daniel Dennett, identify themselves as brights. Now, that's as cringeworthy as any egocentric ideologue could muster. And, ado- and adopting that title for themselves, that is, brights, they are declaring that they have a superior understanding and superior insights not readily available to you and I. Despite Sam Harris's high opinion of his own mental acumen, I want to give you a few examples as he unconvincingly shares his new light, which he believes will become the font from whence all blessings flow. Please note how he fails to answer this very basic question in a credible manner. Um, Before we start, I just want to ask Sam one question. What is the consensus, do you think, in the scientific community about your argument? I mean, you've Uh, mentioned that there are schools of thought, people like Daniel Dennett, who have a different view. How close do you think we are to some kind of universal declaration of the uh, illusory nature of free will? um, Well, it's just the state of affairs is really that most people just don't want to think about it. I mean, most people just think that there's no... no, uh, most people are, are powerfully, their intuitions are powerfully shaped by the, the illusion, the sense that they have the freedom to consciously author their thoughts and actions. So people feel that there is a compelling subjective mystery and they don't, that no one has been able to give an argument about how it would map onto to physical reality, but people feel that the, 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 the experience is so compelling that there's just no reason to, to worry about it. This is the state from which we need to live. Then there are people like Dan who uh, have a different, from my view, essentially change the subject. I mean, the, the, the disagreement between Dan and myself is essentially... If you or I were to watch more of this video, Sam Harris seems to be under the sad, sad misapprehension and pitiful delusion that he is educating people with a new type of enlightenment which will emancipate them from the slavery of religious thought and break their primal necessity of paying homage to a supernatural being above and beyond themselves. But he cannot even explain his theory in a simple, coherent way. In Sam Harris's world, free will is an illusion. 
There is no such thing as choice and therefore no such thing as personal responsibility. In Sam Harris's world, there is no innate understanding of what is right or what is wrong. We are just conditioned by the society we find ourselves in and our tribe determines our ethical and moral boundaries and pathway. The upshot of this is that in Sam Harris's world, there is no real choice. We just react. Criminals should not be condemned, punished or interned for the crimes they commit because they know nothing else. They have no free will and they have not been given a choice. Therefore, according to Sam Harris, they're not responsible. So much for justice in Sam Harris's world. I want you to listen to a question asked of Sam Harris, then listen to the convoluted, or convoluted and confusing defence he endeavours to give. Um, hello, how are you doing? Um, I found... Basically, when, when we all go home tonight, I'm sure some of us will be told if we're lucky that we're loved by, you might have just touched on this by our families and partners and things. And I'm sure a lot of people in here will be thinking, yeah, but that's not your decision. <laughs> like, you love me, but that, that just derives from events that are out of your control. Right. And I, although I found your argument very compelling, it's it just that facet is a bit depressing to me, um, that, no, <laughs> that no one actually loves me if I don't make the choice. So... <laughs> I, um, yeah, do you, do you, are you a bit unhappy with the idea that, I don't want to get a bit personal, but your wife doesn't, didn't make the decision to love you, she just does? <laughs> do, you, do you find that a bit depressing? Or, yeah, how do you deal with that? Um, well, it's, it's not that, I mean, it, I think the the stripping off the illusion doesn't just change all the bad stuff, leaving all the good stuff exactly as it was. I think there's there's a cost to you lose certain kinds of of pleasures, or they become you, you can't take them as seriously as you otherwise would. And if you are if you want to be sufficiently adolescent about it you could regret the loss of it. So, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like losing Santa Claus. And when you lose Santa Claus, you've actually lost something. It didn't get replaced. Sam Harris cannot even articulate his theory. Nevertheless, in his world, world, true love does not exist. His wife does not really love him. His children do not really love him. And the corollary is Sam Harris doesn't really love his family either because it is the deterministic forces of evolution that brought him to this place and time in which he is mated with the female of the species and bore other mammalian offspring, nothing more, nothing less. That is, if you take on Sam Harris's philosophy. Sam Harris also states, because he didn't choose his parents or to be born, then he has no real choice in anything. He reduces what we know to be true in relation to time and place of each of our births to the ridiculous. What he attempts to achieve is what is known as reductio ad absurdum, reduce something to the ridiculous to prove the correctness of the argument. But all he does is expose his own fallacious and absurd ideas, and it's simply non 
sense. Sam Harris and Dan Dennett, they posit, because we are mammals and we have no freedom to choose, and because our species has no real understanding of what is right and what is wrong, in reality, we can do anything that comes naturally. And you are not responsible, you are not culpable. So much for society, so much for law and order, so much for mutual respect, so much for committed and happy marriages. Now, we may ask how the scientific community has received Harris's hypothesis, or not very well. In fact, rather poorly due to its strenuous tautology, shabby examples and poor logic. As a result, it has been pilloried from pillar to post. You don't need to have any great thinker or scientific community to tell you that Harris's philosophy on free will is silly. Any fair-minded and rational person admits they have choice. You and I are ultimately responsible for our own actions. We know instinctively what is wrong. We know instinctively what is right. We feel guilty or unsettled when we are planning to do something we know is wrong or we have done something dishonorable or wicked because God has placed that warning device within each of us for our protection and of the protection for others. In fact, the Bible says in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15, Choose this day who you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. If men and women do not have the ability to choose, then why does God ask us to? Seems a little unfair, wouldn't you say? The Apostle Paul also asked men and women to make decisions. To the church at Philippi, Paul encourages the believers to think on these things that are true and pure, just and good and lovely. The clear testimony throughout the Bible is that we have the power of choice. We can choose to get wisdom. We can choose to get understanding. We can choose to make good and bad decisions because we all have a free will. As C.S. Lewis said, the sin both of men and of angels was rendered possible by the fact that God gave us a free will. Without free will, without the ability of making real choices, we cannot truly love each other. We would not have an orderly society, nor could we choose to follow or turn away from God. What Sam Harris and the like are intent on doing is removing the responsibility of their bad choices, or their bad choices rather, and our actions away from themselves. And it's a despicable teaching and deserves every inch of condemnation that has been heaped upon it from all quarters and disciplines. If you go to YouTube now, and type in my name, and the title, Is Heaven a Real Place? And what does the Bible say? You'll find a presentation that will tie in with our topic today. Furthermore, I want to give you something today which is absolutely free. It's a 25-part series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Days, which will have you discover the most important truths of the Bible in no time at all. And you will discover the answers to the question that haunt all thinking men and women and all you have to do to have them uh, and to get this free set is to send me an email with your name postal address and phone number two info at the orchard melbourne that is info at the orchard melbourne.org.au or go to the tab mark contact us 
follow the tr- the prompts and we will send the study guides to you. You will have them in no time at all. Well, I look forward to being with you next time. Remember, the truth has nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. Coming up next, a song by Jack Day, and it's called The Choice You Make. The right choice you made